um, it, it's difficult. I've never, uh, I've always felt that um, as my sight was deteriorating, I would continue. Um, I, I, I didn't feel that bad about it. What I felt was infuriated at the things I couldn't do. Mm. So from that, I tried to move on to things that I could do. I tried to keep myself as motivated uh, and I guess as determined as I could do. You are listening to the She Is A VIP podcast. This is a show created for women living with or caring for someone who is visually impaired. The She Is A VIP community is made up of women who believe that their VIP status stretches far beyond their visual impairment. We are a community who understand that we are very important people who hold a very important place in the world and that we have a very important purpose to fulfill. I'm Bambi French and if you are ready to shine a light on your status as a VIP, download, subscribe and join me each and every week for the encouragement and inspiration you need to help you step into all that you have been created to be. Hi, it's Bambi and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I first of all want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Whether this is the first time you're hearing my voice or you have been with me since day one, I'm grateful for you and I hope that what you hear is making a difference in some way. Just in case you don't know what She is a VIP is about, here's a brief overview. This community is made up of women who are living with a visual impairment or are caring for someone with sight loss. The mission of She is a VIP is to inspire, encourage and empower women and girls to live a life that is not defined by their limitations. If this is making sense to you and you want to know more, you can go to the website sheisavip.com and there you'll find all the information you need. Today's episode is a story of how a problem can be turned into possibility and purpose. Meet Tom and Laura. They have lived next door to each other for four years and have become like family on their journey with Ramble Tag. Both have creative backgrounds. Tom was a graphic artist and trained as a fine artist. With their shared love of creativity and openness to learn about each other, Ramble Tag was inevitable. Ramble Tag has been a finalist in the RNIB Innovation of the Year Awards 2019, runner-up in the Blackwood Design Awards 2019, and Tom was nominated for the NDA Award in 2020. They have gained the support of the RNIB and other worldwide charities, with many of them stocking the tag in their own shops. They are currently working with an American company to make Ramble Tag more readily available in the US. Let's hear from Tom and Laura. Okay. Hi, Tom. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the She is a VIP podcast. How are you both doing? Hello. Very well. Thank you for having us. Hi, Leah. We're good. Hi, it's really, really good to have you. Good to see you. I can see you at the moment. It's really good to have you on the podcast today. Um, just before we kind of get into today's episode, can you just tell uh, the listeners something about yourselves, um, who you are, what you do? Um, yeah. Uh, so myself and Tom are uh, actually next door neighbours. So essentially we are friends, aren't we? We are indeed. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we, we've lived next door to each other for four years now. Um, like got on straight away and just kind of over time, um, I became a guide for Tom when his partner wasn't available. Uh, and then that's kind of how what we're doing now started with Ramble Tag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that yes, that's very much uh, how it was. So um, I think, you know, Laura and I got on quite well. Just uh, we both share, uh, you know, artistic creative backgrounds. So mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it was fairly inevitable that we were going to uh, be doing things together. Yeah. yeah. Magic. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, Laura, you, you help you. You help Tom out in day-to-day activities that he needs to, he needs support with 
Is that yeah, right? Just yeah. every now and then he would maybe, mm-hmm. well, we, we both had dogs. So um, basically just every now and then he would need help walking the dog. So I would, I would go around and we would go our walks together with the two dogs. And mm-hmm. um, that's where the whole the idea for Ramble Tag came about. It's just okay. the kind of physical uh, obstacles that we, we encountered when we did traditional methods of guiding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Tom, just for everybody so that they, they're aware, it's you that has the visual impairment or blindness. Would you just tell us a bit, bit about your your sight condition? Uh, yeah, I am. I'm as visually impaired as a bat. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't have any sight. Uh, I. I have been. Uh, uh, I was an insulin dependent diabetic, or I am, uh, for some time, and. Uh, yeah, I get into a bit of, uh, you know, problems with my sight and uh, I had a, a lot of razor, uh, laser retinopathy and uh, some of which was successful and some wasn't, uh, which resulted in the loss of one eye and the loss of sight uh, eventually in the other. So I'm, I am, as I say, visually impaired as a bat. Yeah, yeah. So your um, your sight loss came on as in in adulthood. Um, it's uh, not something that you've always you've always had. No, I started really to to have issues uh, in my early twenties, mm-hmm. and uh, it had gone on until um, just gradually um, through that time. You know the. I, I, you know, I started initially with very, uh, a nice thin, flattering uh, pair of glasses, and ended up with very, very heavy bottle tops before yeah. um, the, that uh, they were really no of no advantage to me at all. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been very, you know, fortunate, I guess, in that you know, for most of my life, I've been able to to navigate. It's probably just within, you know, the last, you know, half a dozen years or so that um, uh, getting around was uh, impossible without assistance. Yeah, yeah. So you've been been quite independent with your with your site and it's only in the last few years that it's been that you've needed more help. How did you how did you feel about that? Because that's one one of the conversations and one of the things that I talk about with with people with visual impairments is that. They, they want to be independent or they want as much independence as possible. And to start to lose that can be quite a difficult thing. How did you go from that point of knowing, yes, my sight, I'm losing my sight to needing more, more help? How did that make you feel? What did you, you know, what kinds of things came up for you in that, in that time? Um, it's difficult. I've never, uh, I've always felt, that um, as my sight was deteriorating, I would continue. Um, I, I, I didn't feel that bad about it. What I felt was infuriated at the things I couldn't do. Mm. So from that, I tried to move on to things that I could do. I tried to keep myself as motivated uh, and I guess as determined as I could do not to let it get on top of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would like to think that uh, that is the way that I conduct, you know, my lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, at present. Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, if, if I, I can't afford to let it, um, you know, depress me or get on top of me in any way. I just, mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. I think you need to, for, for me, I felt that, I guess, if you, you sight loss, for me, it gave me that, a drive and I think a determination, uh, you know, to continue to do things. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'd spoken briefly with you before, so I decided, you know, I want to, to learn to play the guitar. And it it was very difficult because uh, someone had to tell me initially, you know, where to put my fingers on the fretboard and, Mm -hmm. you know, for certain chords. And someone had to tell me to play this. Yeah. You need to do 
So, um, you know, I just thought I would do it. And, uh, you know, I'm quite happy at my progress. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not doing that, I'll make some furniture or something. So Hedgehog house. <laughs> Hedgehog house. Yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's completely meticulous about things that he does as well. So it's like yeah. if I'm helping him with something like drilling holes or whatever, he'll run his finger over it. And if it's not set in nice and neatly, I've got to undo it all again. And <laughs> start again. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine Tom ever being, <laughs> ever making you do, do something twice Laura you know that's not... <laughs> how's so how's the guitar playing going then Tom how is the guitar playing going what, what was that the guitar playing um I, I'm not bad um I can I can get through you know quite quite a lot um, I like experimenting as well so I'm trying to you know make little ditties up and um, but I think I could, I could, I could do a party piece. It makes oh, that... up about me. <laughs> <laughs> you might not always pleasant. <laughs> well, maybe we'll not, we'll not hear some of those today. Maybe in a, another time when we're not, when we're not recording. So, I was first, um, I suppose, introduced to both of you on another um, sort of webinar that we were on. It was. Uh, just about 12 months ago, actually, um, at the beginning of the, the lockdown period. And I heard about um, the project and the product that you um, have both devised to support people with varying degrees of, of visual impairment all the way to, to blindness. And yeah, you mentioned um, a bit about it in the, at the beginning. Um, it's called Ramble Tag. So can you tell us about like the origins of Ramble Tag, you know, what it is, how it got started, where the idea came from? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so just like I'd said a wee bit at the beginning, me and Tom were walking our dogs together and um, Tom would hold on to the corner, either onto my sleeve, just a wee bit of fabric or onto my elbow. And I didn't have any previous experience of guiding anybody. Uh, so it always made me a little bit nervous, the feeling of how easy it is for him to lose contact and how little control I had over his safety. It was all about him keeping a grip and not a very a strong grip. Mm -hmm. um, so our dogs, when they were both on the lead, they would pull us left, right, cross us over, we'd bump into each other, trip over each other's feet and all that. Uh, luckily they weren't they weren't the best <laughs> behaved dogs or we might not have come up with it but yeah just like you know Tom you need something better to hold on to and he was like a handle we need to stick a handle on you and we kind of looked at each other like it's a ridiculously simple idea but it must exist already yeah. um, so we googled it and searched it and different languages and things just sort of combination words and we couldn't find anything um, and we just thought we need to go with this and see, see what happens. So I had a few things in the house, like a, a bag and a, a knee pad that I managed to get some Velcro off of and a, a handle off of a bag. So I chopped up a few perfectly good items <laughs> and put them together and yeah. went round for Tom the next day and uh, went out a walk with it. And I think we both just grinned year to year the whole walk just the, the difference it made us both feel for various reasons was so obvious yeah yeah and it is it is a really nice I mean I'll put some links in the show notes and so people have access to the to, can link to the website and, and see the product mm -hmm. the way it's developed now is a, actually a really nice product as well yeah. but one of one of the questions that I've I imagine would be coming up in the listeners minds at this moment in time is that we know that Tom is blind so how come Tom you don't have a dog a guide dog or a cane why why has you know why did you get to the point where you needed to um invent your own way of getting getting around well they gave me my first cane in 1985 right and I thought that's not for me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've always had, we've always had family dogs and uh, I've been fortunate enough, we, we stay in a, a very secret place here and uh, we're surrounded uh, in the neighbourhood by very nice people 
Right. And uh, they've always been very helpful, and I have uh, had my partner as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I've always managed to get about. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I have considered possibly a guide dog, but um, up until this this point, um, it, 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 you know, it hasn't gone any further. Yeah. And um, it was just uh, being out with La- the situation with Laura. And I think with the both the dogs was really the thing, as Laura said, that inspired us to, you know, um, you know, to come up with the idea with the Rambo tag and mm-hmm. never, I never leave home without it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And I know it's not, it's one of those things, isn't it, that I, my visual impairment is not such where I'm not completely blind. I just have, I have um, issues with de- detail, distance vision, that kind of thing, but I don't have um, a cane and I don't use a, a, a dog. And I've often thought, oh, well, maybe I I could use a cane. I could learn to use even just a small symbol cane. Mm-hmm. Um, thought about guide dog but then then I think well like yourself I suppose I have the support that I need to get to where I need to go and to do the things I need to do and I and I know how long it takes to train a guide dog and to do Mm -hmm. all those things I think actually somebody else could use that exactly Uh I I think that's uh a very good point that that's something that I have that has been in my head I think there is you know probably far more uh, deserving and, and people whose requirements would be, mm. you know, far better fulfilled with a dog than mine. Mm-hmm. So that that's, I, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, but you still needed something or we still need something, I suppose, that that that, that increases our level of independence. And that's where Ramble Tag has, has come in. Mm-hmm. The re- I think the reason why Ramble Tag sparks my imagination so much was because, um, and, I've, and I've since recommended it to lots of parents, you know, because I, I work in special needs, so I've recommended it to lots of parents that I've, that I've met, is because it then it immediately gives um, the, the parent or the carer of the person, the child with the, the visual impairment, that, that up level in independence, because it's just, it's so simple. You know, you velcro it to your arm, and then that that the sighted person can hold on to it, and and you can get get on with with what it is you need to do. Mm-hmm. So it does it does create um, a level of of independence that that is not quite needing a cane or 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 a dog. You know, mm-hmm. um, because with the cane and the dog, with that then comes the habilitation training that's needed. It's the the then. I suppose added pressure on on services that can can be frustrating as well because there are quite long waiting lists to get to get this kind of help. So you've come up with something that that fills that gap quite yeah. quite easily and quite quite quickly. Mm-hmm. That's what we've always felt. It's like mm-hmm. something that just is an extra choice, which can't be a bad thing. And yeah. you know it. it it is just anybody can learn it anybody can use it if mm-hmm. a lot of people don't go through the traditional training like Tom mm-hmm. and his partner didn't you know and mm-hmm. uh, Francis would guide Tom and yeah. I would as well mm-hmm. and it's like anybody can use these whether it's like you only use them at night when it's a bit darker or mm-hmm. you know uh, maybe there's just crowded situations that some people are not comfortable in and things yeah, and yeah. it's a great wee transition period like you were saying if, if a kid like we know a wee two-year-old boy that we were kind of been following his development and mm-hmm. then he was learning his wee cane mm-hmm. he was two with his cane holding his mum's hand yeah and she's kind of using it it's a small one round the wrist as a wee way just to disconnect and give him that like added little bit of um bonus there's your question. yeah uh, sorry, I don't know why I said bonus here. I got distracted. <laughs> getting stop his coffee. <laughs> but just, just yeah, just an extra level of detachment, which young yeah. any child has to learn going to school. They can't yeah. hold their mum's hand all the time or dad's hand, and exactly. um, you know, it's just that wee extra kind of thing of consistency. The teacher might wear a ramble tag, so does mum. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a safe yeah. thing to use. Yeah, and it looks and it looks really nice as well. That's the other okay. thing. <laughs> if you're if, if you are if you are visually impaired but have some sight, you know, you 
generally, I, I generally look at the things that are created for visually impaired people and think, why would I want to use that? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> why would I want to use that? You know, and, and for, you know, maybe women, maybe men as well who look at mm. these things and think this, this, this is not, you know, something that I want to, I want to be wearing because it, it looks completely different, but actually the ramble tag is, there's different designs, colors, you know, and we were talking about, you know, how, you know, even the, 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 the art gallery that wants to use them, you know, the, the, the scope of what you can do with them to make them look mm-hmm. actually quite appealing as well, because even if you are disabled in any way, it doesn't necessarily mean that you want to just, you know, that you don't want to look good yeah. doing, doing what you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you rather do? Would you rather have a groovy ramble tag or being a uh, taken round in a wheelchair? Well, easy choice, eh? Yeah, exactly. That's it's the... really important to make them fun because we know that not everybody wants to stand out, but you do mm-hmm. have people that want to express themselves and they love their makeup mm-hmm. and their hair and yeah, you know, yeah. Like Molly Burke's one of the. You know, I don't know if you follow her, but she's like always doing wee blogs about outfits and stuff, and, uh-huh. and uh-huh. you know, yeah. it just it, it is something that should be enjoyed, or you can stick badges, sew badges onto them, mm-hmm. or you know, I've got a little. Yeah brooch that I wear on mine and things and yeah yeah um, you can have one to match to match different outfits yeah Yeah, you can have one to match different outfits all that all of that sort of thing I remember one of my students um who was going through a habilitation uh training and she said the teacher the, the the teacher for VI came in and just basically from head to toe strapped her in like fluorescent bands and badges yeah. and things and she just was like, I don't want to go out with this I don't want to go out with this I know this is definitely not yeah. for everyone some people like that and that's fine yeah. but yeah, yeah there has to be the range to choose from for sure exactly. Exactly. We, we were conscious of that we have just a simple black one yeah so if you were wearing a dark suit or if your guide was wearing mm-hmm. a dark suit if you for example were a couple of young lads out in the town Mm-hmm. And you didn't want to, uh, be for whatever reason, um, you know, using a traditional method, uh, then it would be, you know, relatively easy, you know, with a dark ramble tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to you could both cavort uh, away mm-hmm. as if you didn't. Uh, well, as if I, I guess, discreet. if they, if they, yeah, you, you would be discreet, but also without a care in the world. Mm-hmm. Sort yeah. Of thing. As young lads yeah. tend to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. equally well, if you are a, a a young lady, maybe going out for an evening, you might want your partner to have a nice jolly one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure we could. Uh, well, yeah, we could do a bit of mix Parents. and match. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Funny leopard one and everything. Or <laughs> if I could even just. Sorry, I rudely interrupt. If you were happen to be going to Highland Gathering and you were going to do a bit of cable tossing or something, we could give you a nice tartan one. The tartan one as well. Yeah, absolutely. Who's born, man? Okay, they knew. And I don't, I don't know if we've made it that clear made that, <laughs> that they'll keep. I don't know if we made it that clear that it's the guide that wears these. Um, you do get the odd person that doesn't understand it's the guide that's meant to wear the ramble tag. Right. Okay. Um, and that yeah. allows the blind person full control. They're not getting yeah. dragged about and yeah, uh, yeah. or anything. So the 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 visually impaired blind person's always in control of of the grip. That, that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah actually yeah because actually yes you would think that actually it's the visually impaired person who's wearing the who's wearing the the tag yeah yeah, yeah. Not no, it's always the guide you know the guide it's, it's, wears it it's, right. uh, we feel that's a safe safe yeah. and you know that it we want to empower the blind person so we don't want to yeah. be making them do movements it's um you know we read about ask don't grab uh, yeah. that kind of thing and yeah you, you definitely don't want to be dragging anybody about against her yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely absolutely so you have been going for how long now then Ramble Tag has been going for uh, we came up with the idea and oh I'm so confused 2018, I was going yeah. to say 2008, mm-hmm. uh, 2018 in uh, mm-hmm. spring, and then we had, a, we did a, a 
Kickstarter fundraising uh, crowdfunding campaign mm -hmm. and we had mm -hmm. it in market by October 2018. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, and and how's, it gone? how's it gone since then? So who has um, shown interest and yeah, how's it, how's it gone? Well, we have them in uh, railway stations uh, throughout the UK mm -hmm. uh, with Network Rail. We have them in um, some football stadiums. We have them in um, museums that do audio descriptive tours. Mm -hmm. um, we have them in a lot of walking, rambling groups. They're very popular with them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have them uh, both in Canada and the United States. And airports. And airports. airports. Oh, fantastic. So if people, so if um, someone listening is caring for someone with, with a visual impairment or the visually impaired person themselves goes to one of these places, do they just ask for use of a ramble tag? How do they, how do they know? Because it's not, some, sometimes it's not that clear as to what yeah. support you can get. I guess it's all different in uh, depending on where you go, but um, mm -hmm. there's like a shopping centre in Glasgow that offers them through an app, uh, the Neatbox app. When you go in, you can select it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I think you were saying that network stations are going to... Yes, they, 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 kinda, they, they, go. I think, I believe Network Rail are going to, they're going to concentrate uh, on the stations uh, to have areas similar to the London underground I believe they are something where if you require assistance there will yeah. be a, an accessible booth that you can mm -hmm. just arrange and I'm sure that uh, certainly the Rambo tag will be available there but yeah. I, I would like you know for anyone who's traveling and who would prefer the use of a Rambo tag as opposed to a wheelchair to ask mm -hmm. yeah. if, we, if we don't start asking we ain't going to get so mm. I would, you know, say to anyone, if you feel that the Rambo tag would be, you know, of assistance to you, then ask for it. Because mm -hmm. otherwise, if you don't, you ain't going to get it. And we mm -hmm. want to start changing things. Yes. So please ask. Yeah. And the companies will, they'll take action if enough people bring it up which it has happened in the past you know mm -hmm. with our hospitals and things like that mm -hmm. um the, the companies will listen if enough people if, if they think the demand's there they'll, they'll they will offer it yeah yeah and it is that whole thing about she is a vip trying to help i suppose women younger younger girls as well actually raise their voices and and state what what it is they they need you know and and then what it is they they don't need as well because there can be a lot of assumptions made about what what you need as a as a visually impaired person but at the same time it can be very it can be difficult to to tell someone what it is you need as well so you'll struggle on and not and not um and not say anything yeah but you need to know what's what's out there as well you need yeah. to be educated on what else is out there because yeah. you just think you think visual impairment blindness you think cane you think dog uh -huh. what what else you know. know and and ramble tag is is another is another thing mm -hmm. um yeah we, we, uh -huh. I'm sorry yeah we we have to be I, I, we, we try and impress on anyone we speak to if i approach anyone i feel that um I would like them to, I want every visually impaired person to know that there is a choice, that mm. the Rambo tag is hopefully, it's for them to decide whether they feel the benefit of it or not. But mm. I would like everyone to know that there is something like that for them and mm. for them to make the choice of whether they you know, choose to use it or not. Yeah. Because if we don't have the choice, then we ain't got nothing. Yeah. We have to, it's now time that they stop telling us what we can and cannot do. Yeah. And with a choice, mm -hmm. it opens, you know, only a little, tiny little floodgate, but it's a yeah. start. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. it gives us that, you know, that bit in towards inclusion and mm -hmm. accessibility. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you are visually impaired, find out what's available and if you fancy trying it ask for it yeah don't yeah. don't be don't let's you know stop being told what you can and cannot do mm. 
-hmm. And like what one thing throughout this whole um you know process of starting Ramble Tag, like the thing that kind of brought it to light as well is like Tom's openness to talk about things and maybe I'm quite forward and asking questions about his blindness and things but sometimes you feel like oh you can't ask or you shouldn't talk about it or you shouldn't ask but if people have the confidence to kind of share their experience or their their difficulties mm -hmm. um, whether it's with a company of they're going to visit a place and they're struggling like people will find solutions if you if you highlight the problem or the, the thing that's maybe holding you back from something so yeah. I think like open communication sighted mm -hmm. people businesses you know anybody that you feel that you know could help uh, make things easier uh, mm -hmm. today then you know being open is, is something that's really helped us absolutely and it's that it is that ability to have the choice and knowing that you have a choice you know that helps that helps with inclusion um, and inclusion is is great you know we're all part of this world in one way shape or form we're, we're all here and we're all part of that and inclusion is is really good what I would like to see in the future is that more there are more visually impaired people women men children who actually go we go beyond that inclusion because for me, inclusion is right. You can you can be part of what we're doing, you know, can access what it is that that we're doing. But in the same way that you have um, used the difficulty that that Tom has with, you know, getting around to invent Ramble Tag, you know, from a piece of material and a bit of Velcro to now the, the wonderful design that it that it is and being used in so many places mm. in the same way what else is lies under the surface of other visually impaired people that they don't know about yet mm -hmm. you know the, the difficulty the particular difficulty that they they deal with with a certain aspect of their life mm -hmm. actually how can they then turn that into something that would benefit others which then elevates them mm -hmm. you know but also then mm -hmm. helps someone else mm -hmm. as well you have to communicate Talk to people, share your ideas. Mm -hmm. I'm just a an an Egypt. You know, <laughs> if I can do it, you know, anyone can. Get communicating. Talk to people. Write down your ideas. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. don't want to make a ramble tag, write a poem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Play music. Do something, but achieve it. Then, if you can do that, do something else. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's a revolution. <laughs> it's a revolution. That's what we're starting. An absolute revolution of, of visually impaired people. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> you might not be able to see very far. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have to talk. You know, the thing, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a pain, but you know, you can overcome it. Mm -hmm. And not yeah. be afraid to kind of show weaknesses as well. I think you only really get to the bottom of things whether it's problem solving when you really you know we would have conversations like the first couple of walks it was maybe polite and then after a while it's like do you not find it kind of weird holding you know a lady's arm that you don't know the body shape and yeah all that. so we got quite deep into things like that as well you know which mm -hmm. um, again over time enough walks it all builds up into that kind of boom moment mm -hmm. but it's that consistent keeping keeping on talking about it keeping on developing yeah, any yeah, ideas yeah. that you have trying new, trying new things and not saying you know oh because I can't get into this particular job or I can't do this particular thing it doesn't mean that there isn't anything out there you can actually create your own thing mm -hmm. you know whatever in whatever way that that looks like mm -hmm. um it's the you know not so reliant on not becoming so reliant on others, on services, on, you know, whatever else to do the things for you. Mm -hmm. It's looking in inwards and saying, well, what, what can I do? What, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. What have I got to offer? But mm -hmm. what can I give? Mm -hmm. And it's yeah. in there. It's in us all, you mm -hmm. know, so look for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. It doesn't matter how you begin, but That's you get good at something. Someone's going to notice. Yeah. I yeah. see his brilliance straight away. <laughs> <laughs>
and, my, and my, my good looks. <laughs> Once yes. I got by the startling good looks, yes. the brilliance. <laughs> and that's absolute, that is absolutely true. And it's learning that from, from a, a, a very young age. Because, I mean, I tell my story about being, being diagnosed and I know that, you know, when you get that news at such a young age, you know, as a teenager and some children are even younger than that, mm -hmm. it can really, it can really mess with your head, basically. Mm -hmm. It can really like make you think, well, what, what is it that I am ever going to be able to do? Mm -hmm. And yes, we have all these role models from Stevie Wonder to, I don't know, you know, blind athletes, all of that sort of, sort of thing. We have all those, but it's, it's believing that for yourself, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And understanding that actually there's no, there's no difference, you know, in what they're doing to what to what you could do. Yeah. It'll take a while, like Tom says, it will take it will take some time. You need right. to figure it out. You need to try different things. Mm -hmm. But it's the it's the attitude at which we come come at what we you know what we're trying to do. Yeah. It's, the, it's the positivity, and that's not to say that you won't have days when you don't feel very positive at all. We all have those days, disability or or not, mm -hmm. and the frustrations that come from people not understanding your needs or not you not being able to access what you need to quick enough will come mm -hmm. yeah but the, but the possibility is is there as well if you keep if you keep going mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and your achievements don't need to be like you know winning the olympics or creating you know inventing something or whatever they can be whatever is just a slight push on yourself and that again that goes for everybody mm -hmm. but you get stuck in a wee rut of comfort it's like just always sort of trying to oh I'm going to walk an extra or go a different route that you don't normally go it could be anything yeah. um yeah. achievement of the day and all that builds up yeah. more confidence and more yeah. relaxation and in the long run that lets your creative part of your brain mm -hmm. a wee bit more Mm -hmm. it's a building block mm -hmm. and yeah. if you get if you get to the first level and uh, if it is you know if it's an achievement then along with that you know you get that that wee bit extra confidence and then yeah. you're going to go to the next leg mm -hmm. and you know and if people are going to start noticing you and you're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of good uh, you know a lot of people are going to start thinking you know this person, you know, may not be able to see too well, but there's yeah. talent there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when yeah. you get that coming back at you, you know, mm -hmm. you start to think, maybe I'm not an Egypt after all. <laughs> Which is what you, that's what you're thinking now. That's what you're yeah. believing now with, with Ramble Tag and, and the success that you've had so far. Yeah. And what's going to, what's going to happen in the future. You now believe that, don't you, Tom? You know, maybe, that. definitely. Maybe yeah. we could get a ramble tag made up and it just says on it, not an idiot. Not, not, not an idiot. Yeah, that that would be. <laughs> that would that sell. Exactly. Exactly. Egypt proof. Yeah. Yeah. And and what I always say, and you know, I say in 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 different different ways, um, but it is, you know, having a visually visual impairment is not is about focusing on your vision and not on what you can see vision is not dependent mm -hmm. on sight no you know and yes there will be a few a few things that you won't be able to do mm -hmm. you know some careers some you know some activities that you won't be able to do you know just because of you know i i, I don't drive driving wouldn't be something that would be a very good thing for me or anybody else but mm -hmm. <laughs> you know it's, it's about focusing on the bigger on the bigger picture yeah you know, you know what is it you you just because you haven't got physical sight doesn't mean you don't dream doesn't mean you don't have hope for 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 something better so what is that bigger picture and again that's something that can take some time to develop some time to figure out you know and you might hit upon something that might not work but then there are ways to to get to get around that yeah. and to still move forward um, and just and also open. remembering that everyone has their own limits mm -hmm. or walk, walk of life like everybody has those same struggles and it's I think sometimes put, people put too much pressure on themselves and think that everybody yeah. else is you know out there making things easy but 
um, yeah, it's kind of not putting that pressure on yourself, I think, for everything. Exactly, exactly. You can totally get into this space where you think this is just it's just me like this. Yeah. No one else, no one else has this problem. Yeah, exactly. But every everybody, you know, sighted or not, has some kind of limitation that they are that they are dealing with. And that's not to make that's not to well, it's, I suppose in a way it makes you feel a bit better about what it is you're dealing with, but at the same time, it's just it's just understanding that fact that everyone, you know, dis disabled or not, you know, I don't know, however successful they are or not. Yes, Tom. I feel better just listening to you. <laughs> I know you're <laughs> a lovely speaker. Make <laughs> me feel better about life. Oh, well, thank you. I've made you feel better today. Maybe we're going to go out and run round the block or something. <laughs> and not it's today. Today's, today's my off day for, for exercise. Today's a rest day. I'm not doing any. I don't I don't really run either. I, I this is a this is a an ongoing conversation I have with people. I don't really run. I, I sprint but not not run long distance. I don't have time for that. No. No. <laughs> I think we're we're all in agreement of that. <laughs> yeah. I don't see the point of that. No, I don't. <laughs> You could go to you could go to a large department store and buy yourself a nice wood saw or set of tools. Uh -huh. Oh no, Tom, that wouldn't be. I don't think my husband would allow that. <laughs> I I just now stopped sort of cutting my fingers with with a knife. You know, uh, I can now chop an onion without cutting my fingers too too badly. I used to do that all the t all the time, uh -huh. but I'm getting better at, better at not doing that. So yeah, wood saw. Probably not this year. <laughs> you didn't mention a, a, a clever onion cutter that doesn't trim fingers. That's, 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 your thing. that, that, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I think there might be one somewhere. But I mean, that's one of the things isn't it? when I when I was diagnosed, it wasn't there wasn't like the independent living skills training. I didn't get that. So mm -hmm. I just kind of figured it out, you know, minus minus a few fingers. But it's it's, it's, it's you, okay. you, you could have worn you could have worn a thimble on each finger. I could have. I'm not sure how effective that would have been, but yeah, for every good invention, Tom, there are hundred terrible ones, and that's a terrible, terrible idea. That's maybe your one golden I, I I think you're mocking me, Bambi. <laughs> would I do that, Tom? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's fun. It's been fantastic to hear about about Ramble Tag and I'll put all the links in in the show notes um, so that people who are listening can can go and check it out and and find out a little bit more about you and if they want to get in touch they they can yeah. um, so here at um, She is a VIP what um, we understand is that you know yes we are VIPs in that we are very important uh, we are visually impaired people and get my get my phrasing right we're visually impaired people but we also understand that we are very important people who hold a very important place in the world and have a very important purpose to fulfill so yeah VIP the, the whole meaning stretches way beyond being visually impaired so Tom is visually impaired I will come to him and ask and ask him as well but Laura you you are an honorary visually impaired uh, VIP today because you're on the podcast so can you tell me what you believe or what things you believe make you a very important person oh my goodness I mean, I can see nice things about myself yes <laughs> I'm gonna go humble then <laughs> uh, I'd say openness which doesn't work for everybody some people wouldn't like it but you know it's just how I am and that's what's brought this about and um good listener i suppose Emma. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Moderately. all right tom we'll come to you then what makes you a very important person <laughs> remember Again, it's only an hour it's only an hour show tom so just you know <laughs> well i can answer that i mean uh, just being me that's it there you are brilliant brilliant okay so back to laura then what is um, the very important place that you hold in the world right now? Gosh, it's hard not to just say home. Like, mm -hmm. 
I love everything about where we live in our community. Uh, I'm an outdoorsy person. I'm either out with the dogs or home working or painting. Um, so yeah, I guess my place is my home and that includes Tom as part of our, you know, walls apart really. So yeah. Uh, yeah. everything that comes with being here, I guess, uh -huh, the folk around you and the comfort and yeah, I'm a, I'm a comfort person, I think. Excellent. And Tom, your very important place in the yeah, world. I guess I've, I've got, I would probably say here as well, um, mm -hmm. it's a sort of, um, you know, the the where we drive, you know, Rambo Tag, where it comes from, and uh, I, as I say, it's similar to to Laura, um, it's a really nice uh, place where we stay. Um, so I'll just go for home as well, if that's yeah. okay. We kind of sound that we like each other, don't we? we like yeah, our well, favorite place is next to each other all the time. <laughs> Well, you are, you are, if you're using ramble tags so much, you are next to each other quite a lot of the time. <laughs> and lastly, Laura, your very, the very important purpose that you fulfil. Just to make tiny changes, like, I don't know if you know the bad uh, Frightened Rabbit, they had a song and one of the lyrics is just uh, make tiny changes to earth. And I just love the idea of no matter how big you just anything that you can do that's positive and just makes a tiny change to someone or something mm -hmm. and um you know if you do that a couple of times in your lifetime you know try and do it every day a wee bit whether it's just a small thing so yeah just tiny positive changes make tiny changes i like that good answer you can't steal her answer tom you need to, you need to just have a different answer now your oh. very very important purpose tom He's my hedgehog called Spike. Sometimes I see him, oh, well, I don't see him, but people tell me whether he's there at night. I'm concerned oh. about him. So. Oh, right. Okay. So you're, you're like Spike's really films. Yeah. Spike's dad. You're a hedgehog, father to a hedgehog. <laughs> I like how this has come full circle because at the start, the hedgehog house was mentioned and is. Yeah, DIY. <laughs> I, made, I made a house for him. Okay, that's so, good. So that he could hibernate in. Yeah. Well, hedgehogs, you know, are uh, very rare. Yes. You know that they're, they're, they're sort of they're in, I believe, an endangered species or something. So yeah, yeah. Listen, before I go, I better tell you I care about my missus very much as well too. Because <laughs> she's going to hear this. <laughs> It's a good thing, yeah. Always mention mention your wife. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh well, thank you, Tom and Laura, for being part of the show today. It's been great having you. Um, I'm sure I'll speak to you again soon at some point in some capacity. Um, uh -huh. It's been fantastic. Yeah, thank it's you. been lovely to talk to you. And <laughs> we'll get to meet you one day. Are you in London? Yeah. No, right? I'm in in Durham. Oh, so not far. Uh -huh. Yeah, not too far from you. I'm going to leave yeah. all Durham. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tom. We'll we'll I have another we'll have another show where you can uh, bring your guitar and and and, <laughs> and sing for us. No, no, I can't sing. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> definitely can't sing. Okay, we're going to back right. him with that one. But, Bambi, if you feel yes. that uh, you know a ramble tag is right for you in one way or other, we'll we'll mm -hmm. send you one as a wee gift if you if you feel it can uh, benefit you or if you know someone close to you that you think can. Um, oh well, that that would be fantastic. Well, maybe I'll I'll um yeah, well yeah, if I, if I get one, I'll have a I'll have a think. Maybe somebody fortunate who's listening might might benefit from a mm -hmm. from a ramble tag that would be that would be great okay well it was great to see you too and i hope that you have a really good rest of your day and week until we speak again thank you so much thank you. it's been a real pleasure please, uh -huh. please do come on my show anytime <laughs> oh sorry we were in yours <laughs> Thanks to Tom and Laura for sharing their story and I hope it has inspired you to take a step forward with something that you have been thinking about trying. 
Here are the very important points to take away from this episode. Number one, if we don't start asking, we won't get. Companies will take notice if enough people ask. Number two, having more access to choice opens the door of inclusion even more. Number three, open communication with everyone is key. Number four, share your ideas. Number five, ask the question, what have I got to offer and what can I give? Number six, if you get good enough at something, someone is going to notice. Number seven, your achievements don't have to be on the world stage. It's about going a little further than you did yesterday. Number eight, vision is not dependent on sight. Number nine, remember that everyone has limits. Number 10, make tiny changes to earth. And so this episode we have a giveaway. Tom and Laura have been generous enough to gift a ramble tag to one lucky winner so you can enter to win by doing the four following things. Number one, make sure you are following me on Instagram at she underscore is a VIP. Number two, like my three most recent posts. Number three, leave a star in the comments and Number four, if you haven't already done so, subscribe to the She is a VIP podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone and it would be great if you could leave a review as this will help others find the show. Make sure you use the links below and follow on Instagram and Facebook. If you feel that you need more help and support, you can go to my website, sheisavip.com and book a free discovery call where I'd be happy to talk more about how I can help you. Until the next episode, remember that you are a very important person who holds a very important place in the world and that you have a very important purpose to fulfill.